got an issue. We got an issue. I mean, one of our fallen soldiers have has turned his back on us. But before I get to that, though, have y'all checked out that Lakers championship ring? The, before y'all turn me off, I know. I look. I know how y'all are. I don't like the Lakers. I get it. <laughs> I get it. But y'all gotta go check out that ring. Y'all gotta go check out that ring to know. Now nah, you know what. I don't. I'm not gonna go through the details because honestly, I don't have all of the details. But I do know that uh, the 52 wins is in there as far as the diamonds. So every number that's um, that's a part of that ring um, is in diamonds. So they got the 52 wins. They got 52. So the colors is is all over the place. All I know is one of the most, I want to say thoughtful, the dopest thing that I've seen them put inside of a championship ring. And I've seen a lot of different championship rings. You know what I mean? Um, you know, the Bulls have theirs. They've, they've had some good ones. Um, even the, um, you know, the one that Bron had, uh, brought to Cleveland, dope. The Miami joints is dope. Um, but this one is different for obvious reasons. You know, we're ending the year. We're ending the year and we're starting up again. So tonight is ring ceremony. One of the reasons why I did bring that up. And, um, it's special for a lot of different reasons. Just to, you know, throw some, some dirt on their shoes. We will be playing the Clippers tonight ring ceremony so it's always going to be good to showcase you know our rings in front of them it's always good especially especially tonight under the circumstances with Kawhi PG-13 with us getting trash you know what I mean so it's a lot of storylines back and forth between the Clippers and the Lakers so to have our ring ceremony you know we didn't get the parade and I will say this I'll be the first to say this I'm pushing for that. I'm pushing for that back to back. And the main reason I'm pushing for that back to back, not just for selfish reasons as a Laker fan, but I want to have a back to back because I feel like by the time, you know, that championship series is over, God willing, that's my Lakers. We got to get a championship parade after that. And I, and knowing my city, which is dope. No, I think even the Dodgers would be involved in that. Knowing my, and hopefully my Dodgers can go back to back, but knowing the city, they going to do something like that. We're going to have a lot of nip music. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We're going to have a lot of Kobe Bryant, uh, pictures, videos, posters everywhere throughout the city. You know, the jerseys is going to be galore. You're going to see 24 and eight everywhere. Um, so we got to get that back to back, fellas. We got to get that back to back. And I'm, I think I'm going to do another piece. I'm going to do a, I, I got to do a piece on that. I got to do a piece on why we should, we, we should deserve a back to back. We got to work hard to get there though, fellas, because this, we're getting back to being normal. Not quite, but at least we're able to play in our own arenas. We're going to see how this works out. It's a short season again. It starts today, 72 games. Uh, it's going to be a first and a second half of the season. So we're going to see. We're going to see. But uh, I will, I guess, come next episode. Next episode going into the new year, I guess I can break down the ring. Um, and I'm pretty sure other podcasters 
other Laker fans. We'll break down the ring, but it, the the ring in details is dope. Shout out to the uh, to the jeweler. <laughs> I will say that. Shout out to the jeweler. Um, but I'm here to talk about something pretty serious, man. Uh, have y'all ever seen The Irishman? It's roughly almost four hours. I think it's like three and a half hours, if I'm not mistaken. You know, they got the infamous uh, Joe Pesci's in it, Al Pacino, Robert De Niro. You know what I'm saying? They had a star. I mean, that that those three alone is is is, is star studded or whatever. Um, great movie. But, you know, in, within that movie, some people think that is based on the true story, which, you know, some of these actions could be fabricated or embellished or whatever. But, you know, Frank had to take out Jimmy Hoffa. You know what I mean? And that's kind of like how I feel when it comes to to Jerry West, because who is Johnny Wilkes? Who is Johnny Wilkes? Well, I'm going to tell you who Johnny Wilkes is. Johnny Wilkes is the man that's suing the Clippers and Jerry West. So this is my thing. We already know who Uncle Dennis is, you know, um, I never knew of Johnny Wilkes, though. And from from the sounds, of, I mean, from, you know, doing my research a little bit, and wasn't much, you know, Uncle Dennis and Johnny Wilkes, J-Dub, they went to Dorsey. Uh, in case y'all want to know, you know, a little Dorsey background. Um, my wife went to Dorsey. Her parents went to Dorsey. They're a rival high school to my high school. One of the rival high schools besides Crenshaw and Locke. Dorsey is definitely in there. If I had to do the ranking, I'll do it later. Uh, but anyhow, these cats play for Dorsey, and I think they won the championship back in the day. You know what I mean? Um, they were considered the influence for uh for Kawhi Leonard going to the Clippers. I know there was talks back and forth between both camps, you know, uh between the Clipper camp and the Laker camp, and it was basically it came down to who wants to give up more? Who wants to give him more privileges, etc., etc., etc. And this is the thing, what the media told y'all or told us, you know, which we, we ran with for a bit, was that, you know, Uncle Dennis was running everything. Kawhi doesn't want to play in the shadows of LeBron. That was a lie. <clears throat> I'm not sure how much influence Uncle Dennis had, but clearly from what they stated, he had a lot of influence. But as far as playing... In the shadows of Braun, I'm not sure if that's true or not. Uh, because another story comes out that it never had to do with playing behind Braun. It was what the Lakers organization was willing to give up for Kawhi. And apparently we dropped out of the race once those demands got a little too detailed, a little too deep. But the Clippers said, you know what? Shit, I'm about to, we about to give it all up. We about to give it up. You know what I mean? You bring it over PG-13, another two-way uh, player, all-star, uh, star. Um, you built a great, productive bench and with role players. You know, now the locker room issues, that's between 
the coach and the players, they got to figure that out. Because you could build a dope roster, but they might not mesh together mentally. You know what I mean? Like, you know, you got to... One thing about sports is for, for a head coach and even for a general manager and even for an owner, it's hard to keep your players in line because these are individuals with individual personalities. And we're talking about money. You know what I mean? A lot of these cats are, 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 you know, on a whole nother level of fame. And it's a lot. It's a lot. Um, so I don't, I, I tip my hat to, I, I tip my hat to a lot of owners. I tip my hat to a lot of, uh, coaches. Um, I tip my hat to a lot of cats that's, that's, that has a lot of authority over, players and teams because they have to deal with like you know like the greg popovich the there's there's always been a split debate between uh greg popovich and phil jackson because they handled their players differently you know what i mean and you know greg popovich was a little bit more vocal probably a little bit more animated than phil jackson because phil jackson was known to to play these mind games with his players to catch them off guard but it was the, he had a way of pushing them. So as well as Coach Pop, which we always said, I know I say it a lot, is that towards the player's end of the career or a troubled player, it's best for him to go to San Antonio. Not to just to play for the team, because honestly, you know, San Antonio never had the quote-unquote superstars that actually came through and played for them. They've had some great stars and maybe some stars that we consider superstars, but they just didn't have that type of recognition or or baggage that came with it, whether it was negative or positive. You know what I'm saying? Because they had they had certain cats on their team, but they strategically picked certain players and you know, and also to deal with certain players. I think DeMar DeRozan was the only player that actually played under the pop that was kind of like different from what they're usually having, what, what they usually have. Um and also Steven Jackson. But uh, that goes to my point is that, you know, they if you're a troubled player or a player that has that's that's past his prime, it's best that you go with a pop, a person that is respected in the league, in the league, right? And also he just knows how because of the respect, he knows how to get to his players. And you gotta it's his system or nothing. You know what I mean? And he tries to build a system around his players. Of course, he's been running a great system because he's had the, you know, he, he's had the David Robinsons and the Tim Duncans and the Tony Parkers and the Ginobili's. And he's had these role, he had these other role players, Deshaun Elliott, Mario, like he had cast that fit in his system. You know what I mean? And so when it came down to dealing with personalities and stuff like that, it wasn't too many coaches that could do that. You know what I mean? So that's why I'm not really hard on, you know, Doc. Or whatever the case may be, because trying to, you know, trying to get your troopers in check is like they got they got to have a, 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 a level of respect for you, and at the same time they gotta um, you gotta be willing to command that type of respect, and that's a lot asking from a cat that's not really vocal to the public's eye, which is Kawhi Leonard and PG thirteen who has burnt so many bridges between his fans. General fans, um, in general, you know what I mean? Because he hasn't lived up to a, a name that he's given himself.
And plus you had the role players who, you know, you have to, you know, with these role players, they feel like, like, bro, you got to earn our respect too. You know what I mean? So just because you won on both sides of the conference doesn't mean that that, that garners a lot of respect from certain individuals or whatever. Um, I would think so. You know, I would think that, that, that demands a certain level of competition. I mean, not competition, but respect. But apparently not really. There was a lot of, lot of shit going on in that locker room. But before even getting there, before even getting there, uh, you got to get the pieces or whatnot. And the main piece was definitely, uh, one of the main pieces was definitely PG 13 and, um, Kawhi Leonard. And so with Kawhi Leonard, um, it was a lot of back and forth, you know what I mean? And I strongly believe that he was coming to the Lakers at one point. And again, he was, you know what I mean? He was definitely, he was definitely a Laker at one point, I believe. And the Clippers came in with that deal. And again, they was waiting on PG-13. Soon as PG, soon as, well, they weren't waiting on PG-13. They was waiting on OKC. So OKC was the true piece in everything. It was, OKC was the true piece of Kawhi not becoming a Laker, right? And that's fine. But the other key piece was his Johnny Wilkes and Uncle Dennis. And apparently Johnny Wilkes is owed some money from not only the Clipper organization, but Mr. Jerry West himself. Now, as a Laker fan, I don't have a problem with that. I don't actually have a problem with anything the, the Clippers have done. This is the problem that I do have, though, is that Jerry West is a part of the problem. And what Jerry West did within that time, and I'm not going to lie to you, I know he had to do what he had to do. And that was make something look bad to make yourself look good. In other words, that's called dirty macking. Dirty macking is when you put somebody else down to make yourself look good. Guys did it all the time. Girls do it in a different way. Women do it in a different way. Guys will sit up there. Guys will sit up there and, and talk to a girl and, and, and dog her boyfriend, husband, friend, or whoever she's interested in just to make themselves look better. And this is basically what Jerry West did to my Lakers. An organization who he has played for. He is also the logo of the NBA, which we are, I, I strongly wanted to change that years ago. I'm talking about years ago. I had Kareem as a pick. I had MJ as a pick. Somebody made a great valid point on why MJ shouldn't be the logo because he's already a brand by himself or whatever. But that didn't stop me from, you know, nominating him. Um, of course, Kobe's name was thrown in there after he passed away. But I would strongly consider, you know, Jerry, I mean, not Jerry West, uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar with Skyhook. You know what I mean? Also, it could have been, you know, I mean, they could have figured something out. But this is the man who has won uh, a championship as a player. He has won working with our organization. He has helped put, he has helped put together so many organizations like a Golden State, like, uh, a Memphis. 
you know what I mean, like the Clippers. You know, he has brought these uh, franchises from the dead, and he has he has delivered. He has delivered. Now, I will say, paying or whatever dirty shit that you got to do to get the best players, that's all to me. That's fair game because I know about the AAU game. You know what I mean? I also know about the recruiting game. And the scary part is the information that I have doesn't add up to what really goes on for the people that's actually recruiting or actually a part of the recruitment process. So I'm giving you minimum where there's so much information, so much more information out there about you know, money being involved with players and things like that. Trust me, it happens. It's just that you don't normally hear this type of stuff going on with professional franchises. You know what I mean? Because you assume that it's a lot of money that's already being thrown thrown around that you wouldn't consider them being in that type of work. We're sadly mistaken. It goes on. Tampering goes on. I believe my Lakers have been in some of the most infamous trades and free agency signings of all time. A lot of tampering. That's a part of the game. It's a lot of ta- I think politics deal with tampering. I'm not about to get on get in on that because I'm not about to have the government come to my door. That's a whole conspiracy thing. But if you think out of your 20 to 30 or 40 or 50 plus years of living that there hasn't been tampering on the smallest levels with the weakest teams, you're sadly mistaken. Sadly mistaken. You know what I mean? And again, I'm not here to complain about how they got Kawhi. I don't really care about that because at the end of the day, that player has to make his own decision. But what I am going to complain about is one called Jerry West. The fact that he said what he said. Forget the whole phone call. You know, we're going to have dinner. Congratulations. You know what I mean? And forget about the whole uh, allegations of him offer. I mean, you know, offering money to a childhood friend of the biggest influencer of Kawhi. I'm more so concerned about you talking about an organization that treats you well. You know what I mean? Like you're a part of an organization that, or you was a part of an organization that, you know, helped give you your name. Don't get me wrong. I mean, back in the day, the older heads will have to speak to this, but you know, Jerry was had game. You know, he's a silhouette of the NBA. And it was just, you know, that's just what it is. He's Mr. Logo. He got game. Terrible finals record. But he, he, he brought one home, though. Retired jersey and all. And like I said, he is one of the reasons why we've even had a Kobe Bryant. You know what I mean? He's the reason why we see some of the best players playing today and the, and his champions. He's the reason why we see the pairing of Kawhi Leonard and PG-13 on the opposite end of that Staples Center. He's the reason for that. So the genius will never, never be critiqued. 
Because whatever he does, he does it well. And apparently, we're getting in on what he actually does. But that's never the complaint. You know what I mean? Like, you got to do what you got to do to get the best players because your job is on the line. But to dog or attempt to dog the organization that she was a part of that made you relevant? That's the issue that I have. That's why the ring ceremony, which I just mentioned not too long ago, that's why I'm so excited for this ring ceremony. Not because we haven't been back to the finals, let alone winning the championship since, what, 2009, 2010? But because we're playing the Clippers tonight, He's a part of that organization. He said what he said. Everything plays into it. We have one of their former players that contributed due to, during the regular season. PG-13 was supposed to be a Laker. Kawhi Leonard was supposed to be a Laker. Kawhi picked his own destination. He's the leader. PG-13 made up this bullshit that Magic Johnson and LeBron didn't pay him enough attention in the offseason. He said he wouldn't get any love when they won games because he would be in bronze shadow. Yet he went over there to Kawhi and wanted to play behind Kawhi, underperform. And here we are. So now they got to soak all that in. But more so, PG-13 got to live with that. He can also get better. He can, he could, he could. He could he could change all that. He could change the narrative on his career just by playing with more effort, more confidence. That can happen. He's a gamer. Both ways. I will still take him on the Lakers. Kawhi Leonard is still going to be one of the best small forwards in the game. And he's going to retire he's going to retire a Hall of Famer. You know what I mean? Um But Jerry West, Jerry West gotta eat that. He gotta eat that tonight. He gotta eat. More so, like, I know it's going to be emotional, you know what I'm saying? Because of Kobe, we're probably going, they're going to roll out a video. We're probably going to hear a couple of Kobe speeches. We're going to have to see a couple of Kobe silhouettes. We're going to see that. That's going to make us emotional. But what's going to make us smile is the fact that, is the fact that we know, I want, I will want them to play the clip where, when he said, you know, it's a shit show over there. You know what I mean? And to me, and to me, it's like, don't get me wrong. It could be truth to everything. But it more so came off as, why would you go over there when you could be over here? You ain't got to deal with that. When all, when, when you really think about it in retrospect, especially when everything is coming out, they had more issues over there behind the scenes than we did. And truth be told, we handled our in-home shit. Magic basically said, bro, I had to get out. But he was, he, his emotions was caught up in it with Jeannie because like he said, he looked at Jeannie as a sister. Vice versa, she looks at him as a brother. Magic is one of the most loved Lakers, most loved basketball, most loved human beings in Los Angeles alone. Like, he can go anywhere without bodyguards, without any type of protection. Don't get me wrong. We said this the same thing about Nip. Different type of careers, different type of lifestyles. At the same time, we know that there's ignorance in this world. But overall, this man is L.A. 
Kobe was L.A. Magic Johnson is L.A. Shaq, Kareem, all our former players are loved. You know what I mean? At the same time, they're not above criticism. Magic admitted that he was fucking up because we need somebody that's going to be in here full term. That was the only hiccups that we had was in that front office. And that was a big thing because, yo, we need to get it together. You know, the sister had to fire her brother to start getting into some additional future issues. But she was making progress. That was the thing. Everybody else was on the sideline laughing. Y'all going through issues. Brother and sister arguing about who should come over here. Brother brought over Dwight Howard and tried to get PG-13. End up getting Nash. That's cool. He tried. But now it's time for his sister to shut this shit down and make it go how it go. Hire Magic because she knew that that would be a fan favorite. That would put us at ease. Stop the bleeding. Magic admitted like he's in everywhere. Magic is doing so much shit. He got to deal with the Dodgers. On top of that, he's a part of two championships this year, two hometown teams that he's a part of. So he's getting his roses. At that period of time, he had to get the criticism. He felt like he got backstabbed with him with too much emotions evolved. Everybody didn't know Rob Palinka. This is all a part of this shit show that they was talking about. Lo and behold, the Clippers on the other end is looking sparkly. Everybody that's not a Laker fan and that's not a Clipper fan, a part of the Clipper fan base was cheering them on. Yeah. Now it's going to start as their new team in L.A. All that bullshit. We, what was the saying? Spot, um, I forgot. Something over spotlights. Some bullshit. Hard work over spotlights or some shit like that. It was some it was some motivational shit that they put up on these goddamn billboards in West LA. Niggas laughed that shit off so quick. And now we're here. Now we're here, Mr. J West. And again, this has nothing to do with the Clippers organization. I mean a little bit because we told y'all niggas not to touch our jerseys. Don't cover nothing up. Everybody know that the Staples Center was built for the Lakers. But you, they knew that, you know, this is going to draw in the money, bring the Clippers, bring the Kings. We're going to have concerts, et cetera. I like the Clippers' new owner. I like Bomber because he like, I'm trying to get up out of there. He, they about to move into our old mansion from what I'm hearing, but they fixing it up over there by, uh, by the Sophie. You know, they fixing it up over there. I can't knock them for that. But I will say this. Come bring ceremony night tonight. I don't care about looking at Kawhi's face. I don't care about looking at PG-13's face. You know what I'm saying? I don't. But what I do care about is looking at Jerry West's face. When we raise that banner, when we get those rings, when he sees Kobe Bryant, you know what I'm saying, them Kobe Bryant clips, that's what I want to see. And I, I will, to be petty, I want them to play that recorded conversation during this. I want them to play that during the ceremony. Because you did that to us. You did that to us, Math Hoffa. You did that. So now we got to send Frank. BTG for president. Open room with BTG, part of the Rare Sonics Network. I told y'all next week I might get back to it. Probably go get a guest. I got to talk about this ring. I gotta talk about it. Cause that's, that's goat level shit right there. Everybody got, everybody got MJ. Everybody got Kareem. Some people got Russell. Some people got Chamberlain. Some people got Kobe. 
And that's just another reason for them to, to say Kobe. That type of shit, having that on the rings, that's GOAT-level shit right there. Go Google it. <laughs> I'm out. Lakers in five.